Welcome back for season two, episode one of Technically Yours Radio. I'm so excited to be in season two and have so many great things coming for you all. But as I normally do the start of every season or the top of the year, I give my annual State of the Union. Now, I got this idea from Paul Jarvis, who's a really great guy. And I was like, oh, I should start doing that myself. So last year was my first one. And this is my second year that I present to you my State of the Union address. Now, once again, I am not in government, but I like sharing with my community my personal and professional summary of the previous year and also looking ahead at what's to come. I want to really have a transparent conversation about 2019 because quite a lot went on. And here it goes. What went well in 2019? Well, the first thing that went well for me was being still. I intentionally left my schedule kind of empty in 2019. I felt like 2018 was just such a rocky and emotional and highly charged year for me that I needed to truly be still, or so I thought. My definition of being still means not to take on too much, allowing my mind to be empty, not making things difficult for me to think about, and so on. I kind of feel like I did a pretty good job or decent job being still in 2019, especially because I made it very, very intentional. So that's kind of the first thing that went well for me. The second thing that went well, saying no. No was my favorite word in 2019, and honestly, it still is. I declined quite a few things last year simply because I wanted to be still, and I knew that I was shifting, and I'll get into that more in a moment. I declined speaking engagements, interviews, corporate trainings, and more just because I was trying to figure me out at the moment. It's very empowering when you can say no, especially when people haven't heard it from you before. But no was definitely my favorite complete sentence in 2019. The third thing that went well for me was pivoting. I was in a deep transition last year, personally and professionally. I understood that I wanted things to change, but honestly, I didn't know where to start. I've been in the tech industry for 10 years now, and I realized I wanted some different things for myself. Saying that out loud was truly scary for me, but it was also freeing at the same time. I've been in business for over six years now, and I realized that consulting and strategy and training, I didn't really want to do that full time anymore. Part time for corporations? Sure, but I was really ready to let the full time part go. I had been talking about becoming a content creator and an influencer full time for almost the last two years to people in my circle and my business bestie, but I really never moved on it. I kept talking about, yeah, I'm going to start this YouTube channel. Nothing. I was going to start this podcast. Nothing. I was going to start pitching myself to brands, nothing. 2019 was the year for me that I saw it was actually possible for me to really shift into full-time content creator and influencer mode. And you will see a lot of the fruits of my labor from 2019 here in 2020. Now, those were the things that went absolutely well. But of course, because we're keeping this conversation very earnest and honest, here's what didn't go so well for me in 2019. The first thing was overcommitting. I'll be very transparent. 
I really feel like I get this from my mother and I tell her this all the time. And I love you, mom, because I know you're probably going to be listening to this podcast. But I always would ask her, like, why are you doing this, that and the third? And I get it sometimes, but I'm in a season of my life where I'm just like, yeah, I'm not over committing to anything anymore. As much as I was being still and still saying no to certain degrees, I was still over committing. And once again, blame it on me being a good person. But I stated that this would not be something that followed me into 2020. Previously last year, I had eight commitments that I was giving myself to full time. I can go down the list, explain them on my blog or my YouTube or my IGTV episode, but I had eight. Now this this year, that list has dropped down to about five and honestly, possibly four because one of my commitments, which is my um, sports fan club here in Atlanta, Ravens Nation South, it really only operates full-time mode during the season, part-time during the off-season. So I can actually make that like four. So my list has dropped down significantly to five, like I said, four possible. But I also stopped putting myself first for a long, long time. And it wasn't until I had a conversation with a really good friend of mine and I started to really look at signals and things that I had been doing previously. And I've been paying for it, especially in 2019, about not putting myself first. So now I'm like, you know what? All bets are off. If it wasn't a commitment I currently already have, Nothing new is being added to my plate in 2020, and I am totally unapologetic about that. So overcommitting didn't go too well for me in 2019. Revenue. You know, it's it's one thing in the African-American community. We don't talk about money like that. And my money definitely took a hit in 2019, and I'm not proud to say it, but it's the truth. The reason why I took a hit was that I really didn't prepare for my pivot and my shift. A bulk of my income previously had come from my one-to-one work with clients, and I didn't really focus on my digital product strategy. So I wasn't able to serve my audience that I was, you know, telling them all the time, like, hey, I'm not working with one-to-one capacity, but I still didn't have a way to serve them. Since I'm shifting my business model, I will definitely be focusing on my digital product library for 2020. I'm also committing to some scary revenue goals. And like I said, this is basically us not really having a conversation about money. I honestly, and I can say this in all transparency, I was a little too passive on my revenue goals. I think that I was thinking, huh, I don't know if this could be realistic and blame it on me being a real type A Capricorn person. And, you know, shout out to the Capricorns because my birthday was on the 11th. So shout out to everybody. But I definitely feel like I was too passive on the revenue goals that I had presented myself with previously. It's definitely time to focus on revenue and really look at my numbers for real. And me working with accountants this year and really going through that process and financial coaches, like I never was really gung-ho on that. But I'm in a different season personally and professionally. And there's some other things that I have coming. And I know for a fact that I need to really get real on my revenue and my numbers. So yeah, revenue didn't go too well in 2019. Lastly, projects. My shifting was very uncomfortable. And if you have created an online brand and offline brand, it's uneasy to go through things publicly. It's easier to go through things privately. And I was going through a lot privately, but some stuff started leaking out publicly. And I was, it just wasn't easy on me last year. Any project that I wanted to create suffered tremendously. 
I also realized that I was trying to create projects out of things that no longer excited me or didn't make me feel good. So that's another reason why I feel like that they didn't get done. When you're in a season of being uninspired, sometimes it causes you to pause for a while, which is what I did. And it also allows you to really look at yourself like, did I really want to create this in the first place? Am I forcing it? You know, sometimes we force stuff just because, oh, we know our people might need it, but they can also feel when you force stuff too. This is not a theme that I wanted to carry over in 2020, and that's for damn sure. So projects, they didn't go too well for me either. What's ahead for 2020 is like the silver lining for me, and then I'll talk about specifics in a second. My theme for my life personally and professionally this year is to start taking risk. This year's theme is in all areas of my life, like I said, personally and professionally. I'll be honest, I've been playing things very safe over the last few years, but I do realize it was because I was unsure about things about myself personally and professionally. I realize now that if I don't take any risk, I cannot go to the next level. For me going into 2020, this is truly my entire life focus. But let me explain it from a business perspective about why starting to take risk is important. I realized that I got to take risk with my content. I have to take risk with pitching myself to brands and companies. I have to take risk with the digital products that I create and so much more. I'm focused on things that make me truly happy and make me feel good only. I didn't honor myself enough to do that last year. And I can be totally honest from that because when I look back at the content I created, the products I attempted to create it, and even the companies that I was lowballing and like low leveling when pitching myself, I told myself in that moment coming into 2020, I made a vow and it was like, yeah, we're not doing this this year. So start taking risk is my theme and what's ahead for 2020. Now specifics. Here's what you really want to know about what I really have going on. My YouTube and IGTV channel, you get a video, you get a video, like everybody gets a video. I will be doing a lot more video on YouTube and Instagram TV for sure. I'm going to be totally honest with what I'm about to say. I actually felt like I was better on audio, but I've had so many people tell me I'm so much better on video. And, you know, we all have our insecurities and I know me personally, my weight has fluctuated a lot due to some health stuff. But I realized that I have a connection and engagement when I connect with people in video. And it's something that is just like magical. And I realize now I got to put myself out there. Once again, going back to my theme, start taking risk. So I'm doing that and doing a lot of it in 2020. I'm focused on the niches specifically of sports, tech, and lifestyle. I've been wanting to make that shift for a while. A lot of people think that tech is my first love, and that is incorrect. Sports actually is my first love. But there is a way that I infuse this marriage of sports, tech, and lifestyle. So I'm going to be creating a lot of video content and content in general around those themes. I've been excited of what I've already created. If you checked out my YouTube channel, you know, you see that I have my trailer and my first video up. And IGTV, same exact thing. You can find those links listed below, or if you're on my newsletter, you'll get those links as well. I'm really excited about what's to come with video though, because I'm trying some things and I'm stretching myself in boundaries that I didn't really think I would, but I think it's the taking the risk that I need to do. So that's the first thing that I'm going to be accomplishing in 2020, which was specific, you know what I'm saying? 
Digital products specifically, yes. Like now that I'm a lot more clear, I'm definitely going to be focused on serving one to many to teach my knowledge. I still like teaching technology stuff, but I realized that that one-to-one is very, very overwhelming for me as a person. And, you know, when you can do digital products, it's a one-to-many and you can still serve and you can still teach your knowledge. So right now I'm conducting more market research to see how my community wants to learn from me, whether it's eBooks, email courses, e-courses, trainings, memberships, and et cetera. I'm really trying to figure all of that out at this moment. I'm experimenting on the best way to deliver my knowledge going forward, and this will be a tremendous part of my business model in 2020. Newsletters. Oh, my God. I have so much to say now, and I said this on like one of my last emails on a specific segment of my list called Keeping Up With Chris. I felt like for a season, and probably I can honestly be honest and say in 2019, I felt like I lost my voice and I didn't have anything to say. Because of that, I wiped my entire email list, but I did that for another reason too. Not only because I didn't know what to say and I couldn't find my voice, but because I felt like the people that were on my list, it got stale and I needed to get to a point where I just started, you know, fresh, especially because I wasn't really engaging with them. Right now, I'm only focused on a a few specific segments. And right now, I want to say if I can count one, two, three, four, about four to five. But email marketing will be a huge part of my platform in 2020. I'm shifting a lot um, of my people from social to my list anyways. You know, all these algorithms and shit, like nobody has time for this. So email marketing and my newsletters, like my keeping up with Chris, I'm going to tell you that's going to be really, really personal. I'm going to be talking about me, what I have going on personally. I might talk about some professional stuff because, you know, as an entrepreneur and a content creator and influencer, a lot of you guys ask me a lot of questions So I will be sharing that on that specific segment. But email marketing and my newsletters are going to be huge in 2020. Then lastly, there's an unknown bucket. And I'm honestly not trying to have a lot on my plate this year. I, you know, for me, it's that was the problem in the previous two years, especially when I did my State of the Union last year. Doing just the audit, I realized I had too much going on and that it was just depleting me and thinning me out in a sense. So the unknown area will be for ideas or projects I might want to start, whether that is later in this year of 2020 or I could table it for 2021 altogether. So we'll see how this pans out, especially when it comes to the next state of the union, because I honestly, I'm going to say it again, I do not want to have a lot on my plate this year. So for me, everything that I listed that's specifically ahead, that is enough in itself. So we'll see how the unknown pans out. The bottom line is this, 2019 forced me to be still, but I can honestly say it was exactly what I needed. I realized that it was okay for me to pivot and walk into this new decade doing something different. I'm excited to see where this new chapter in my life and business go, but also I can't wait to take you along with me for the ride. I'm truly grateful for all of you who have stuck with me over the years, but especially during 2019 when I was going through a tremendous business transition. So cheers to pivoting, embracing who I truly am, and making myself personally and professionally a priority in 2020. I wish you nothing but light, love, and success in 2020 as well. Thank you for listening to the Technically Yours radio podcast. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast and the newsletter 
and I will catch you on episode two very, very soon. And as always, I'm technically yours. Peace.